Trendy is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, must be 21 years or older. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Trendy. Uh, as you can tell, without the patented yell at the start of the show, I am not Toby Merkler. Uh, I am Brett Cormanis. I have been let out from behind the virtual glass. Uh, unfortunately, it's not for a great reason. Toby had a family emergency, so I am filling in. I am a conduit for his picks today. It feels like one of those gigs in a movie, a college movie, where I'm taking somebody else's test with their notes. Uh, I have all Toby's picks. I have all his logic. Uh, and luckily, I have an experienced guest with me today in our man, the KC kid, Mark Gunnels. How are you doing today, Mark? Are you ready for this weekend? And and I got to tell you, the score right now, Toby is beating uh, beating you 14.3 to 3.9. What has been going on this week, buddy? Man, just missing, man. Uh, you know, I took the Lakers on the – actually, I faded the Lakers yesterday uh or a couple of days ago when they played the jazz they didn't have lebron in against my own team and it backfired and yeah I, I mean that's a little bit of that homer curse man you go against your own team it's and then they they just yeah. pile on one of those performances and make you regret it um but but at least at least we get a little bit of a clean slate you don't have to go back to the nba we have the all-star game coming up this weekend there's going to be all kinds of shenanigans with that but before we get into the bets itself um, I was talking with Toby after one of the shows and he was telling me a little bit about like one of his, uh, you know, formative memories of the all-star game was the year that magic Johnson came back after the HIV scare. And he was actually bringing up an interesting point with that where, you know, back for, at least for him and I, who are a little bit older here, um, you know, that was before social media and, you know, it was really scary to kind of see this like icon have, you know, kind of a disease that we didn't know much about, um, and then he came back on the court. He, he flashed a smile. He made the three-point shot. And Toby was talking about how that always has stuck with him as an all-star memory. Do you have anything that you think back on, you know, in your years of fandom of an all-star game or something around the all-star game that really has stuck out for you? Yeah, for me, it has to be when Kobe and LeBron were going at it. I believe it was the 2016 all-star game. If you remember, like, the iconic shots of, like, LeBron he was guarding Kobe. He was very animated in his face. But yeah, I believe Drake was courtside there. Um, just seeing those two guys go at it uh, for my generation, those are the guys that people always been comparing to each other. You know, back in the day, I know it was like Larry Bird and Magic. Unfortunately, these guys never played in the finals against each other. It got close one year, but Dwight Howard and Orlando Magic ruined it uh, for the, the Cleveland side of that. But yeah, I'll definitely have to say Kobe and LeBron for sure. Yeah, I mean, my memory, and and I'm I'm probably channeling Tozy, uh, Toby's DC fan grief a little too much here, but my all-star game memories aren't even of games. So I grew up, my formative NBA watching experiences, Mark, was the 90s Bucks. And let me tell you, the 90s Bucks were awful. Uh, after Ricky Pierce and uh, Elvin Robertson made the all-star game in 91, we had one player make three all-star games for the rest of that decade. Vin Baker. So pretty much my all-star game excitement memory was just that a Milwaukee Buck got selected for the actual all-star game. 
And so Vin Baker, I mean, Vin Baker was a good player too, but I mean, I don't actually really remember anything about some of those games other than just intensely watching the garbage time minutes that Vin Baker would get when they just threw everybody the token five minutes to make sure that everybody played. And I would watch every single thing and be so proud that a Milwaukee Buck in the this decade of 20 win teams was actually out with some of the best players in the NBA. That was, that was, it's not, not Toby's. It's not yours. You know, Toby's got his thing. That was iconic. You have yours. It was my iconic. Mine was like, a pretty good player for a bad team, just getting five minutes to chuck up some shots in an all-star game and then running around, running out to my, you know, coop in the driveway right afterwards and be like, yeah, I'm Vin Baker right now. <laughs> That's hilarious because that kind of reminds me of how I feel like for the most part growing up when a Kansas City Royals in a MLB all-star game and like they get in like at the last inning or something or have a one at a bat or if it's a pitcher, they come in for like 10 pitches, you know, because for m- most of my life, the Royals have been putrid. I mean, outside of that two-year run, when we went to the World Series two years in a row, they've been like a 100-loss team every single year. So, uh, yeah, that kind of reminds me of that. Yeah, and I mean, I can commiserate too, is that, you know, someone who grew up in Milwaukee and the Brewers weren't very good at the same time either. And I don't know, it feels like all-star games, there's something to that, you know, kind of hometown pride where you focus less on like the stars of the game because they're they're being talked about even even before social media blew up and all that other stuff, like you always had access, it felt like, to stars, maybe not to the same degree. But like you love to see like your hometown guys get some recognition on the national level. And so I hear you. I mean, you felt that with the Royals, I had both the Bucks and the Brewers have experiences like that where any Brewer that made it to an all-star game was the same thing. But I, I literally, you know, when Toby was like, you know, use this for an opener today, I was racking my brain. I was like, you know, what are some of these like memories? Like, is it three point contests? And the only thing I could continue to go back to is just feeling so elated to see a Milwaukee buck on the floor with some of the best players of the game. So is there anything else? I mean, any three point contests, dunk contest controversies that you stand out or is it just going to be the Kobe and LeBron stuff? Um, Nah, dunk. I have a couple of dunk contest memories for sure. Uh, First, I mean, Vince Carter. I mean, that that's, that has to be obvious, right? I mean, that still to this day is the best performance I've seen in a dunk contest. I think he's the best dunker of all time. We consider everything like from power to having the style mixed with it, just the grace, his uh, elevation. I mean, Vince Carter was just different, man, when it came to dunking the basketball. So definitely that one. And then also, I think it was 2000 and or maybe a little later, I can't remember exactly, six or somewhere in that area, but the Dwight Howard one where he put on the Superman cape. I thought (laughs) that was, that that, that one was, that one stuck with me for some reason, man, just because I was a big Dwight fan too. I just liked his, uh, his charisma, you know, he had the great smile. I liked the underdog story of Orlando, them being good and relevant. And, you know, Shaq was always hating on him. So I was kind of rooting for like the young guy, to kind of, you know, take down the old man. So I, I thought it was cool. He put on the cape and, you know, he did the, it wasn't really a dunk, but I still like the whole aura <laughs> around that moment. I thought that was pretty cool. I remember memorable dunk contest as well. So when you think back, were you more of a dunk contest guy or a three-point contest guy? Because I'll tell you, as someone who is a crap athlete, but I could shoot it a little bit, I always loved the three-point contest. Which one did you gravitate towards? 
I mean, growing up for me, it had to be the dunk contest, even though like I could never, I never could dunk as a basketball player. And I was actually a three point shooter. I do, I do enjoy a three point contest as well, but the dunk contest was still like a thing for me growing up. Like it didn't become bad until what, maybe 10 years ago. Yeah. Like even like they, you know, Jason Richardson, that one was really good. Uh, Zach Levine, you know, that was probably the last really good one I can remember on top of my head, Blake Griffin. So like, there's still been a lot of good ones for at least my lifetime, but I'm as of right now, it's the three point contest right now. But yeah. his, historically, I'm still going to say the dunk contest. Well, and I think, I think for me, the thing too was, you know, the dunk contest always felt like a show instead of an actual contest, like the three point contest, you had a measurable thing. You were trying to beat certain scores. Like it was a real thing. The dunk contest, especially, you know, later years, it just became about shows. The judges were scoring dunks and all this kind of stuff. And and it was like watching, you know, a subjective art in a lot of ways where the three point contest was an actual thing where like guys were competing in a way that there was an objectable, like an objectifiable score that was up there that they had to beat. They had to win to win the trophy. so I think that was also part of the reason. And I think that's kind of where the dunk contest might have lost some luster is it's just it's just kind of like performance now. It's not an actual contest where, you know, it's everybody's going to argue. I mean, it's that nice thing for the fans, you know, we like to argue about something. But I think yeah. that's also the other reason why I gravitated toward the three point contest. But I'll tell you what, Mark, we're going to gravitate towards your picks now because you have one more day in the all star game to make it make it right. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. I'm going to let you go first, and you can try to set the record straight and end this week on a good note. You know, when the conversation turns stampers, I always go with my number one as Caesars. Let's talk about them a little bit, shall we? Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesars Palace. All this can be yours when you bet with Caesars Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns rewards credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using this code. Listen up. Omaha full the word Omaha and the word full and then you place your first bet up to $1,250 if you win great if you keep those winnings but if you lose you'll get your stake back as a bonus bet 21 and over only offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona Colorado Illinois Indiana Iowa Kansas Louisiana Massachusetts Maryland Michigan New Jersey New York Ohio Pennsylvania Tennessee Virginia West Virginia and Wyoming new users and first $10 plus wager only must register with eligible promo code bet amount of qualifying wager returned only if wager is settled as a loss maximum bonus bet $1,250 bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles see caesars.com slash promos for full terms void where prohibited know when to stop before you start gambling problem arizona call 1-800 next step colorado wyoming kansas affiliated with kansas crossing casino call 1-800-522-4700 indiana call 1-800-9 with it iowa call 1-800 bets off louisiana call 1-877-770 stop licensed through horseshoe bossier city and harris new orleans massachusetts call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117 Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia If you or someone you know has a gambling problem crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or West Virginia 1-800-GAMBLER.net New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 
Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, and we are back. Mark. You are going to get the honors despite this 3.9 score. I need you to dig out of this hole. We don't want you to have the low record trendy here. So start us off. We got the all-star game bets coming up here or anything else that you've been able to find. What are you going with with your hard pick to try to set the record straight this week? Yeah, so obviously I'm in a hole, as you mentioned earlier. So I have to take a couple of swings here and – I, you know, calculated swings still, but things that I think aren't that can still happen, right? But you know, the odds are pretty up there. So, um, start off with my heart, right? Yep, are your heart pick? Yeah. Where are you going yeah. with? What yeah. is it telling you so, to do, man? So it's telling me the guy that's going to win the regular season MVP in my mind, which is SGA. I got him winning All Star MVP as well, and it's plus twelve hundred. Now, last year was his first all-star game appearance. He only played 10 minutes. I think that's going to change this year, considering, you know, his profile has increased dramatically over the last year. You know, uh, like I mentioned, a guy that's a favorite to win the regular season MVP. And in those 10 minutes last year in the all-star game, he still had nine points, seven assists, and two rebounds. So, I mean, maybe you just double that to 20. You're looking at a, a 18, 14, and, and four or five game, you know, with the rebounds. So I think he's going to play north of 20 minutes in this game. I truly believe that. And I think the West is going to win this game. You know, I think they just have the more better talent all around, especially with the East with no Embiid. Obviously, that's a big loss. He normally takes his game pretty seriously. So I think the West wins, and SGA is one of the young guys on that roster. So I do think he plays heavier minutes in this one. So I think at plus 1200, that's pretty good odds. Yeah. I mean, I'll start with the the pick I'm supposed to give, which is Toby is tailing you on that one for the specific person for, for two reasons. One, it's the one bet that you've made in your sheet that you emailed that could catch you up to him in the contest. Of course he tells and two, SGA is like your guy and he doesn't want you to share in that that glory alone. Um, but this is switching over to my my thoughts on that pick now. I kind of look at those all, this all-star game with him as the who has the motivation, like who has something to prove, right? And I feel like there it's more of a fan discourse that uh, like, you know, kind of subtly moving underground about SGA being an MVP candidate this year you know, versus him really feeling like he's got the recognition because he's been a star in the game forever. And I kind of feel like all-star games can, you know, 
sort of be a little bit of a, a, a joke at some points. But for him, it might be a chance for him to really come out on this stage and have like a 30 point game and win MVP and be like, yeah, hey, guys, I'm for real. Like, this isn't just like analytics dudes like this. You know, I'm him like I'm going to be the guy now that you're going to have to watch in the league. And I kind of feel like if you go up and down the rosters, he's got the biggest motivation to really go out there and like put a stamp on this game. Yeah, 100 percent. I mean, you look at last year. You know, a guy that you could probably say was kind of in that same vein was Jason Tatum. He had, what, 53 points? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I think this is SGA's time. So I totally agree. Yeah. Well, switching back to Toby's uh, picks now, Toby's heart pick is going to be he's going with the round one of the three-point contest, Carl Anthony Towns, to make zero of the new 30-foot starry rain shots at plus 105. So, Toby, uh, like I said, I get to I, I'm I'm lucky. I get to cheat off the, the notes here for this test. Um, but Toby, Toby's notes had it. He's only had two of these shots in game all season long. He averages about 10 of them a year. And the other concern that Toby was having was the field house setup is just going to be so different, I think, from operating an NBA arena that I, I think a lot of guys could struggle. And I also think that that shot is kind of reserved for, you know, what we think of as guards, right? Like those are the guys that are usually forced in short clock situations or if they're taking it because they have the green light and early transition situations to be able to take such deep threes. So I actually, I like this bet from Toby, just looking at it from the outside. You just don't really see a lot of bigs that are hoisting such deep threes. So to get plus money on it seems like a good bet. It's not a bad play. It's not a bad play. I like the the research that he did behind that. You know, the the logical thinking is there, you know, with the, the setting of the arena. Um, normally guards take that. He's only took two of these shots. So I, I commend the research done there by Toby. Well, that's the that's the lawyer in him here. But then speaking of, you know, having to do research and use your head back to you, buddy, what's the head bet going to be? What are the numbers telling you, Mark? Yeah. So for this one, this is pretty easy to me. Like I mentioned, I got the West win in this game. They're they're just the more talented team top to bottom. Uh, and I'm taking them to cover the spread, which is two and a half. And I'm pairing that with the under. I know betting under an all-star game is like against <laughs> betting rules for all you casuals out there, but it's actually the right play. The number is at 364 and a half. <laughs> you, you know, a game, an all-star game has not surpassed this total since 2017. Last year's total was 359. You know, this is a, the ultimate sucker bet because they know people are not going to want to bet unders in a freaking all-star game. So they juiced it up. And they know people are not going to do it, but the sharps are on the under. This is the right play. And when you come, when you combine those two together, you get it at plus two fifty-seven. Uh, see, Toby, Toby's wise because he's matching you here with his own head bet of the under on its own at uh, three sixty-four point five at minus one ten for basically the same reasons that you were talking about. I mean, it the, these games, especially when you go back, you know kind of in the the aughts or the 2010s. I mean, those games were like in a totally different century and they were getting up into, you know, 
240s, 250s, things like that. You're telling me there's going to be almost 100 more points scored in, than in some of those games just because teams are shooting more threes. Like it just doesn't seem right. And I mean, and there is the there is the the possibility too that this game gets a little tense at the end. We've had some of those All Star games; they get close, and then those final possessions like actually matter, or guys get like a little stake in something and they find some motivation. And then all of a sudden, you're looking at like the last three minutes, and it kind of looks like crunch time regular season basketball. Yeah, you're absolutely right, man. I mean, we see it all the time, especially if the game is competitive, uh, is close, right? In the fourth quarter, guys kind of start buckling down. You see pride start to kick in there. I mean, these guys are still competitors at the end of the day. They know everybody's watching this, you know, because now the NBA is the, is the center of the sports world, you know, with football being done. You know, this this is the top sport uh, that's playing right now. So you're going to have a lot of eyes on this game, obviously, because it's Sunday. There's no more football to watch. Super Bowl is over with. So I, I do think all that stuff does play a factor in uh, why these guys, especially late in the game, kind of start going hard. Yeah, I mean, it, it like like you said though, it it seems sacrilegious to bet an under in an all star game. I mean, who wants to root for no points in an all star game? But it, it definitely just seems like everything lines up to take that bet. And one of the things that you would need to avoid to hit that bet is a heater. You have actually already been done with yours. We gave you a unit and a half on both your son's bets. Toby just wrapped his last night, and the interesting thing about Toby is he went two and one. The only the only uh, team that didn't cover for him was the Bucks, and amazingly enough, Doc Rivers came out and called out his team for quote being in Cabo, which was Toby's exact logic in terms of why he wanted to take the bet just for the wrong team. He thought it would be Memphis. Yeah. So here's my question to you about that. We're going to use this to talk a little bit about the Bucks. Is it concerning for you that of the two teams that showed up before this all-star break, Milwaukee was the one that had their foot out the door, given that they've already been struggling a little bit under Doc, they haven't received the boost that they thought. How concerned are you about the Bucs, especially after last night's loss? I'm I'm mildly concerned. Um, you know, I'm I'm in the middle. I'm I'm not overly concerned or I'm not just not concerned at all. Uh, I do think the leadership eventually will take over there. You know, Giannis is a champion. Uh, and, you know, I know the history of Doc Rivers. I wasn't a huge fan of the move, to be quite frank with you. But I, I do think they have enough talent there to maybe kind of overshadow his uh, his shortcomings. I mean, because he did win a championship, right? When he had like an all-star type team. And I don't think this team is as far as as good as that one, obviously, uh, because Chris Middleton's clearly not the same guy he used to be. Now, if you were telling me this was like all-star Chris Middleton from three or four years ago, then you have a different story there. But, you know, luckily for them, the, the East is pretty much just Boston and, and everything, everybody else. So, you know, you still have a, a pretty good path to at least make the conference finals. Yeah, I mean, the, the moves, uh, they you know, they acquired Beverly at the trade deadline. It looks like Gallo is going to be kind of a buyout signing for him. Are those two things, they move the needle for you at all? Or is just this is just all coming down to Giannis, Dame, and Doc, basically? Yeah, those moves don't, they don't move the needle for me at all. It comes down to the guys that you just mentioned. And then I also throw in, 
uh, Chris Middleton and Lopez. I think those guys yeah. got to play big for them to try to even eclipse a Boston Celtics team if they are able to make it to the conference finals. Yeah. Well, props to Toby for nailing that. And, and because his credibility gets a boost for his logic on that one, uh, we're going to go to the credibility pick. And Mark, this is going to be a big one for you because you need to hit your two-unit bet if you want any chance to, to make a run here. What do you got for us today? Yeah, so I'm going with the skills competition. And this is probably my favorite play. Um, I'm taking the team all-stars to win this, you know, uh, you got the the team Pacers, you know, and I, I just look at this, the all-star team. You got Trey Young, Maxie, and Barnes, Scotty Barnes. Um, this is easy because Trey Young is one of the best passers in the league. We know the passing is a big part of this skills competition, and he's quick. Same thing with Tyrese Maxey. So as long as they're able to do that, they're going to make their shots. I'm not worried about that. And then you got Barnes in there who has good fundamentals as well. So I think they're going to crush it, honestly. I think it's not even going to be close, and I'm getting it at plus 180. Yeah, I mean, the the one thing I will say is Scotty Barnes, I, I mean – is a good passer. Like he could be probably yeah. like a primary creator on a lot of, uh, a lot of teams and, and is, you know, moving towards that role in Toronto. And I, I do think, you know, with the value of passing in that competition, basically having like a point forward on your team seems yeah. like cheating a little bit. So I do like that bet. Uh, Toby wasn't going to, wasn't going to touch any of the skill stuff. So he moved over where his cred bet to where our, our credibility both lies. We're the soccer guys. That's how we're known in the network. Um, and so he's going with a, a team, Liverpool, uh, to on the money line against Brentford at minus 180. So Liverpool is one of the best teams in the league. Brentford's a very cool story. Um, they're actually were owned by a sports better. They run they um have been able to stay up in the Premier League and risen through the English table. Um, kind of with the money ball approach to soccer, basically. So they're a great story. They're just not talented. And that's that's kind of their issue is they've been they've been able to pick up guys here and there, but the top end talent has never been able to come through because their weight structure. And Liverpool has been absolutely on a heater. Uh, their manager also just announced that he is going to leave at the end of the season, their beloved manager, Jurgen Klopp. So they have like an extra motivation to, I think, to kind of kick it in the butt a little bit and get him a title on his way out. Uh, and they're pretty heavily favored. If, if Toby's going to take the money line for anybody that's out there that's a big soccer fan, if you want to juice up that little bet, bet a little bit, Liverpool to win and both score is plus 135. So for all the greatness of Liverpool, they are a pretty high high wire act. They definitely like to create transitions. They A lot of their games feature multiple goals. They have some of the best attackers in the world. And then Brentford is very sneaky in how they can manufacture grows goals off like set pieces. So kind of the dead ball situations, the after timeout for all you basketball people out there. Um, and they just have ways of nicking goals. They run little plays or they target certain areas on the pitch within these plays. And Liverpool's been sort of weak there. So if you want to juice up that bet, it's not going to be Toby's bet, but if you want to juice it up, you can go with that plus 135 number. And Mark, you do have to tail one of these picks though. I do. What is, or, or you could fail or you could fail one of the picks too. Where are you going to go before we head to break? I'm definitely telling the soccer pick. Um, that's kind of where I normally lean because I, I lean on your guys' expertise when it comes to that because I'm still a, a casual. So I, I trust the judgment there. 
All right. Well, let's let's trust Toby's judgment uh, after the break here, because he also kills the second guess express, which the leader in the clubhouse of the guy on your fantasy bench that outscores your starters. Toby Mergler has that honor. So in his honor, we'll take a break. We'll go do those picks and we'll wrap up the show. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. We are here with the second guest express. Mark, you have led the way all night. I appreciate you for guiding me through this temporary hosting uh, job that I'm doing today. What do you have for the second guest express that you hopefully are not regretting come your trendy score on Monday? Yeah. So the over on Tyrese Halliburton round one at 22 and a half, obviously he's in the three point contest. And he's home. He's in Indianapolis. He's familiar with the setting and all of the quirks and the background and all the stuff that Toby was scared about when it comes to cat. Tyrese lives in that gym. <laughs> so I, I just know that I'm going to regret this one, uh, not taking it because he's the hometown guy. And I think he's going to hit that over at 22 and a half in his round one uh, three point contest shootout. Yeah, I mean that one that seems low for the like the hometown when well, it's not actually his hometown, but the hometown player yeah, yeah. in his own gym. And you're only setting that at 22 and a half. I might bet that in real life, man. Yeah. Um <laughs> so yeah, we're Toby's gonna move here to the that cross NBA WNBA matchup. And we're gonna we're gonna see Steph uh play Sabrina Ianuski. Uh, if I hope I got that one right, I think I've pr- heard it pronounced different ways. I asked you before the show, but ever anybody who's listening to me on Covered in Glory knows I can't get names right, anyways. Uh, but that matchup, uh, Sabrina is plus one sixty to win, and Toby's logic behind this pick was pretty simple. It would be a pretty big feather in the WNBA's cap if she took down Steph Curry. So the motivation pretty much lies all on one side of the equation. I'm sure Steph is going to go out there. I mean, he's Steph. He's going to have fun. He's going to be dancing around, doing his Steph thing. Um, Sabrina might just want to just be able to knock him off his pedestal and say she took down the king. So Toby's logic there was was pretty clean. You're getting a pretty nice number for that bet. Um, and I mean, man, Sabrina can play. A lot of those girls, those girls in WM, they can 
play, yeah. you know, like yeah. don't, no listening to Clay Travis here, folks, like these girls can play. They're really good. I, I, back in my old life, I worked out with a couple of them and one of my, one of the best shooters we ever worked with on either side of it, her name was Nicole Powell and she broke a bunch of our shooting drill records. <laughs> so, you know, they, these girls are not that far behind. They're super skilled. Uh, I think it's going to be a fun one. I actually have my eye on that one as well. But that goes with for Toby's second guest express. And that means, Mark, we have made it through the episode. We are here. Hey. Do you have anything that you want to plug this week before we leave? Well, I will just say this. Um, well, first of all, me and Martin Wise, are, we're taking a week off next week. But then we're coming back full NBA coverage up until the NBA finals. But speaking of the ladies, shout out to Caitlin Clark. We'll be remiss oh, if we didn't shout out her for breaking the record last night at Iowa. So, well, you know, that's the, for the whole entire college basketball record, but she did it in her home gym at Iowa. So uh, shout out to her. I have a weird feeling she's going to be in one of these contests uh, maybe next year as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, what what a player, what a career. I think, is there, if I remember seeing this correctly, she has an outside shot, I think, even at Pistol Pete's record, at least getting sort of close to it, which is unbelievable yeah. <laughs> to think that that was a possibility. I thought that record would be completely untouched for years, and here Caitlin Clark is ready to break it. And she is definitely one of the most exciting players in basketball, full stop. So congrats to her. It's a, a great shout out to end the show. Be sure to, for everybody else to see, to shout out, I'm going to shout out our entire network. Everybody had great shows this week from our show here on Trendy, uh, Mark and Martin, obviously the minus three guys. And then I have to pimp my own show, Covering and Glory here. We had a fun episode where we actually created an all-star team because it doesn't exist in soccer in the Premier League. So okay. anybody listening to, who wants to listen to that all-star game, go ahead and listen to Covering and Glory. But other than that, we hope everybody enjoys the all-star weekend. We're looking forward to it. And Mark, I because I am not playing you, because I'm just stepping in for Toby, I'm just okay. hoping you hit your bets. We got to get you off that 3.9 bubber yeah. number, buddy. So good luck this weekend. Take care, everyone, and we'll see you next week. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.